Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, welcome to the second episode of the Funnel My Freedom podcast. Um, kind of building on yesterday's episode, actually, just wanted to kind of give a quick update from the first day of um, Grant Cardone's uh, 10x Growth Con event here in Miami. Um, so, as you may recall, I, I arrived, I mean, I, I flew through the night. So, I mean, it was one of those kind of classic red eye situations where the flight was oversold every seat was taken there was not enough space for people's bags they were trying to get people to volunteer excuse me getting people to volunteer to put their bags in getting people to try and volunteer to switch flights um it was just everything everything you know i mean like the, the screaming kid you know two rows away um the whole way you know obviously couldn't be helped, but it's, uh, it was one of those, like, you just wanted to get some sleep and it seemed like everything was against you. So kind of arrived, um, a little groggy, but basically, uh, straight into kind of the hotel room wasn't ready. Just had to drop bags and get straight out again and get down to, um, uh, Marlins park, the, uh, the baseball stadium, um, where the event is taking place. And, you know, thankfully didn't really miss anything. Actually, he managed to uh, to kind of get in and, and be there um, before the keynote address from Grant Cardone. Um, but yeah, I mean, just so many people, you know. I mean, I, I know they were shooting for 35,000. Um, honestly, I don't think <laughs> there's really that many people in there. I'm still seeing quite a few empty chairs. Uh, I think mostly due to people's travel disruption following um, the cold snap of weather that's coming, but there is still plenty of people. It is literally impossible to get food and drink because of the, uh, the, the long lines that are forming. So um, definitely busy, but at the same time, you know, um, it got off to a good start. I mean, you know, the, 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 the main reason I'm here is really to hear people like Russell Brunson. So I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see that they were the first, um, he was the first person to be on stage, um, first first uh, talk after Grant himself, and then um, and then really a pretty good lineup from there. We had uh, Jesse Itzler, who um, uh, well he he co-founded Marquee Jets, um, sold that out to Warren Buffett's group, um, who owns NetJets, uh, and also sold a beverage to Coca Cola. So I mean, like serial entrepreneur who has you know the the speaker after him was then his wife sarah blakely so the self-made billionaire founder of spanx so you know these are pretty um pretty big people here you know like very successful people um you know we also had um ty lopez who i'm sure many of you might be familiar with from uh, his youtube and social media followings um and we also had uh, Steve Harvey, um, which I'll kind of come back to. But uh, but I did want to just share a couple of um, a couple of the sort of standout quotes from today. Um, you know, I think uh, you know Russell is, is great at what he does, but I, I've obviously consumed a lot of his content, so I feel like I kind of had seen most of it it's really a very refined sales pitch for him at this moment is to kind of get new new customers who don't even they've never heard what a sales funnel in into uh click funnels um uh, so putting him to one side because i think a lot of this 
kind of podcast is going to be talking about funnels and kind of some of my experiences with them. Um, and I was sitting in the uh, the funnel hacking, well, funnel hacker section of uh, of the event. Um, but I want to pick out a couple of just kind of broader things right now that came out of some of the other speakers. <clears throat> so um, Jesse Itzler proved to be a very interesting speaker, I think, you know, and I, a couple of stand-up things that I, I took down in my notes, you know, <clears throat> first and foremost, people buy stories and momentum. They do not buy products. Um, and I think that is that is definitely something that, you know, I've been kind of learning a lot about, you know, the, the art of storytelling um, and, and just how critical that is to selling anything. Uh, another comment, he said, he said, you are the business plan. You know, it's, it's about you. Um, if you don't have a seat at the table, make one. You know, he, he opened his own doors. He made a lot of his own luck. Um, and then kind of an interesting quote from him, you know, pressure is a privilege. It unlocks great things behind it. Um, that's something that I think kind of, you know, I it's something that I, I dwell on because I just have a lot of pressure. Um, you know, some of it's self-inflicted, but a lot in my kind of work environment, working in a corporate environment, working in, with your own business, working with, you know, trying to um, manage cash, like pressure is always there. But I think the point that he was making fundamentally was that if you don't have any pressure in your life, you're not growing. You know, we, we, we grow through discomfort, right? We grow through challenging ourselves. Um, and, and I think that's kind of the, one, of the, one of the fundamental underlying principles of the 10x rule, right? The, this whole event is born out of this 10x philosophy, which is, you know, doing 10 times as much to get to the result, you know, and, and people need to understand that, you know, when you think you're maxed out, most of the time you're really, you're really at 40% of what, you know, your, your total capacity is that other 60%, the brain is kind of tricking you into saying, oh, you, you can't do anymore because you're, uh, you're still in this kind of survivalist mentality of, trying to move away from anything that can cause you pain you know we, we, we will do, we will go to great lengths to avoid pain um uh, and we pursue pleasure so so i i think pressure is, a, is an interesting concept and one that um you know you have to challenge yourself to almost reframe and, and if you can reframe it as a positive and see that you're taking some burden on your shoulders but that's forcing you to grow then i think that's quite a powerful um idea and it, it does make you sort of reflect on your own situation to see some of the pressures that you're feeling as more of a good thing and less of a why me you know this is so hard um he also talked specifically about um speeding up the process you know he was like experience takes too long just look to be different look to do things differently innovate and rip up the playbook um again easier said than done um but you know that was a common theme I'd say among a lot of the speakers was just about not um, not overanalyzing things, which is one of the things that I think I am very bad at. You know, I, I, I do like to try and make sure that I, I have 100% of the information I could possibly have before making a decision, um, which I think is a very poor 
trait in an entrepreneur in many ways, right? You know, I, I, I would consider myself entrepreneurial, but at the same time, that speed of decision needs to be there. You know, you, you, you need to just go for it. And, um, and there were people talking today about setting, you know, giving yourself two weeks to start a business. I think Ty Lopez spoke about the fact that it was, you know, he gives himself two weeks to, to launch a new business and you start small and you grow it. I think everyone is trying to shortcut, you know, um, myself included, even, even as I talk about this podcast and what I'm trying to achieve this year, it's like trying to go from, you know, a good place to a great place, but it's, it is not a straight line equation. Um, you know, and, and one of the other things that was talked about was how self-doubt is the enemy of success. And I think that's the other piece for me, at least on a personal level, I don't know how much this applies to you. Um, but for me, I, I do think there is that kind of nagging doubt, you know, is those kind of, some of those things that are, I kind of, I feel like yesterday on, 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 on the sort of inaugural episode, I, I, I tried to sort of let's just say bare my soul a little, right? You know, I tried to, to, to actually say that some of the things that really, um, you know, kind of get to me, right? You know, the real reason I'm pursuing financial freedom or, you know, or freedom in general, um, but that constant internal dialogue and struggle is like, is this going to work? Am I going to make it, you know, just another failure, you know, the pressure of, you know, another year gone by and, oh, you know, I'm tired of talking to people and trying to tell them, oh, I'm working on this now, oh, I'm working on this now, you know? So I think that's been this kind of nagging self-doubt for a while now. And I, and I think that's something that, again, I need to work on to be, you know, more confident in my own abilities. You know, I, I, I have... Um, a good amount of experience. I have um, a good eye for certain things. Um, and for those that I don't, one of the things that Sarah Blakely, you know, again, billionaire founder, self-made of um, founder of Spanx, um, you know, she, what she said that really stood out to me was, you know, as soon as you can afford, as soon as you can afford to, hire your weaknesses. And I think this is one of those critical lessons, guys. And, you know, it's, we as entrepreneurs, we try to do everything ourselves and it's limiting. You know, it may be fine to get some initial wheels turning, but, you know, someone who's, who has made it, if you actually look at what they're doing, a lot of the time they are not, they are not, they, they've, they've figured out how to make themselves more critical to the business, right? They've, they've raised themselves up to another level where they can focus on vision and being creative. But one thing's for sure, you know, if you actually took a step back and looked at it, they're not, you know, the founder is not doing customer service. Yeah, I'm talking for a successful business here. They're not doing customer service and answering every ticket that comes in and, you know, dealing with an issue with logistics and, you know, I mean, all the kind of the the necessary piece of business. But they have a team for that, you know, and and I think we we will accept that for certain roles, but we need to get better at thinking more broadly and where you could hire even for something that maybe you're interested in, but you're not the expert. You're not the person who's like geeking out on it day by day. Like what is going to give you and your business the best possible chance of success, right? So like Facebook ads, I have tried learning Facebook ads and I've had, you know, some good success with it and I find it interesting. But should I 
fundamentally be the one running my own Facebook ad campaigns. Maybe it makes sense now, but I think in a longer term view, maybe it won't. You know, maybe that's something that I would I would hire someone who that's all they do. You know, they just are obsessed with Facebook ads. And you know, chances are they could run a more optimized campaign and get a better result for me. So so anyway, you know, these are some of the kind of like the, the, the sort of golden nuggets that were coming out of today. You know, I think a lot of the reason why I'm here is is less about having an epiphany moment, more about surrounding myself with um, other entrepreneurs, um, trying to kind of inject that energy a little bit into myself, you know, pick up on um, the the atmosphere you get by being in a room full of people who are all dedicated to being successful. Like no one there wants to be ordinary. They want to be extraordinary, you know, and um, some more than others, admittedly. And, you know, you're always going to have that blend, especially across 35,000 people. But at the same time, to me, that's the contagious bit. It's the bit to uh, to really um, soak up in a live event that you just can't get sometimes from, you know, consuming something through a screen. So so that was kind of one of my big reasons. Um, but um but most importantly, I actually want to I want to share something with you that I think um, to me has already made the whole trip worth it. You know, I was kind of is it going to be worth it? Is it? You know, who knows? But but what's already made it worth it to me um, was that I I saw somebody uh, today walk right past me, somebody that you know I follow on social media who. I consume their Instagram content. I consume their podcast. I um, I'm currently working through a challenge where they are the accountability coach. So this is someone who, um, you know, the same way you're listening to me now. I've I've had this person you know, basically speaking in my ear on the way you know, on the drive into work. Um, I have spent an extraordinary number of hours, you know, watching videos of this person speaking, as well as getting, you know, emails, because I'm on their list, as well as I bought, you know, some things through their affiliate office. So I've kind of been learning a lot and respecting this person for their accomplishments. And I'm literally standing there and they just walk straight past me, like I'm on the phone, they walk past me. um, Because obviously, he's there. So he is um, Stephen Larson, Steve Larson, right? So um, to some of you, you know, you, you maybe have no idea who I'm talking about, but he, you know, long story short, worked for ClickFunnels alongside Russell Brunson. He was kind of his chief funnel builder um, and then left his nine to five to pursue his own um, his own experience, you know? So um, he, he's basically had an incredible year and i think he's very very insightful he's someone i can very much relate to um you know because i think he's he's doing things on his own terms and um and he literally walks past me you know in a click funnels t-shirt and he's like like it was humbling i know this guy is basically you know in the last 12 months has made a million dollars that was generated a million dollars, I should say. But he he has gone from zero to a million dollars of revenue in the last twelve months on his own. And here he is walking past me in a ClickFunnels t-shirt with you know um, a cap on backwards, handing out like 
click funnels like leaflets <laughs> you know so it, it it was interesting to me to see that there's clearly no ego there he's still very much um supporting russell you know in whatever capacity he can um but he walks past me and i'm like i've got to say hello I'm like and that's and i'm not naturally like that i'm kind of like i'd be like oh that's steve oh that's cool you know but like no i was like i haven't got to say hello like I, so it's kind of awkward because I was on a I was on a business call. I'm like, ah, uh, can I call you back? And then I'm like running up behind this guy. Um, so he goes back to me. I'm like, shit. Like, how am I gonna get his attention? Um, uh, but I managed to. Uh, I was like, Steve, and he sort of stops and turns around, and I can see him kind of look at me because he's he's like clearly having that initial reaction of like, I don't know this person. <laughs> um, and then it was funny because I was like, you know. I've got off a plane. I've flown through the night. I've had like two hours disturbed sleep. You know, I'm a mess basically. <laughs> Still wearing the same clothes I traveled in because I couldn't get into my hotel room. And I've literally said Steve. But unfortunately for me, being as slick as I am, I hadn't really thought about what I was going to say. And, <laughs> you know, once I got through the you know, hey man, you know, I really appreciate what you do and it's very inspiring and, you know, it's great and I'm, I'm doing the One Funnel Away Challenge right now and, and he, you know, and he, he was like super nice and everything, but I'm like, what do I say, you know? And, and then I also didn't want to be kind of intrusive, you know, I didn't want to be kind of, you know, weird about it. So I, I was like, look, I'm going to Funnel Hacking Live in a couple of weeks. Obviously, I uh, just saw you walking by, I just want to say, you know, appreciate what you're doing and, you know, keep it up kind of thing. And, and you know, and he was like, ah, oh, thanks. I, I really appreciate that. And I told him I launched my podcast, which he was, you know, obviously um, nice about, but I was like really happy. And then I kind of got back to my seat and I'm like, I'm like, crap, <laughs> I probably should have, I don't know, suggested something, you know, like here's a guy that, you know, basically went to a live event and ended up becoming Russell's right-hand man. And now he's doing, a million dollars, which is my goal. Here I am, the same guys walk past me, and all I've been like is, hey, Steve, oh, it's good to see you. Um, you don't know me, but, you know, I listen to your stuff when I'm driving into work, so thumbs up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did I waste the opportunity, or would it, would it have come off extra creepy if I just had come on, like, a little too strong, you know? Because, <laughs> like, I don't know this person. So, um, I'm really pumped that that happened uh, in a very kind of geeky way. But at the same time, like I immediately had all these thoughts go through my mind afterwards being like, you should have done more. Like when else is someone like this going to walk straight past you and you're just going to be in a one-on-one -on -one dialogue. But um, I have to hope that maybe, uh, you know, everything is happening for a reason. I know that they're going to be around through Monday um, because of the conference. And I also know I have the other conference coming up that he's definitely going to be at. So who knows where it goes from here. But um, but I wanted to share that experience with you all because uh, it was just a little surreal. You know, when, you, when you're, you're just geeking out on something and you're getting kind of a little obsessed about it. And you've been doing that for a long period of time. And you have consumed a lot of content from specific people. And then the person just walks past you. Um, but I will say this, I am proud of myself that I, uh, I did hang up that phone call and I did go and introduce myself because to be honest with you, the guy that, you know, the grant that moved out to, you know, California, 
uh, a couple of years ago, probably wouldn't have done that. They would have kind of just been like, oh, that's so cool and let the moment slip. So, you know, I'm going to bank the wins. Um, and I'll kind of end on this thought that, you know, I, I think Steve Harvey uh, closed off today's um, speeches and just a really, really um, cool guy, to be honest. Very inspirational, very um, motivating. Um, just again, just someone who's uh, found their calling and he has a lot of faith, you know, he has a lot of religious faith that backs it, you know, and that's his choice, you know, and but it's it's just great to see someone who's done so much um, and who's still aiming higher, you know, and I think that speaks volumes to his character. So, you know, um, I do think that that was, that was very, very cool. Um, it really taught me a lot about never giving up. You know, I think I've got this persistence and perseverance piece down. So it, it, it helps me to feel like I've just got to keep going. I've just got to keep going and things will slot into place. Um, I've just got to keep giving myself exposure to new uh, experiences and I will figure this out, you know? So, so anyway, um, that's really all from me for today. Uh, I've got a whole another day again tomorrow. Um, I will keep you posted on the updates from, uh, from tomorrow's session at the event. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's, it's time for me to go get some food and then I'm probably going to crash out. So thanks for listening and I will see you guys on tomorrow's episode.